Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Looks Like We Made It. I'm Izzy Howell and I'm joined by Managing Director and Creative Industry Expert Chris to talk all things video marketing. We are the father and daughter who run the video production company Howell Film and each week we will be discussing all sorts like what happens behind the scenes on our projects, getting results from your video content, how to start using video in your business and plenty more to come. We're always up for candidly conversing about creativity. On this episode we are answering the question how much of your marketing should be video? So without further ado let's get started and of course never miss an episode every Tuesday by giving us a follow or subscribe as well as finding Howell Film on Instagram and LinkedIn. Let's go. Let's go. Well, that's it. this is a short one. All of it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you Thanks next week. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> well, though, should it though? Because no, that's no, the thing. Because it shouldn't. Because it shouldn't. It's well, a mix. So where did right? I'm gonna let's take us. Let's cast oh, our minds go. back. Are you gonna go back to the to the back early to days? before <laughs> I was even alive? Okay. Where did we? Where did it You're all begin? Uh, well, where did it all begin? Yeah. Where did it all begin before we ended up doing what we're doing now? <laughs> Um, what is this? We're turning this into a kind of a, a history. <laughs> um, Cast well, your minds back. Well, the, the business or, or the industry? Um, well, your place in the industry, My your experience in the of the industry, um, when you had well, hair when you started. So I, I did have hair. I had long hair, believe it or not. <laughs> now, now I'm just a slaphead. Um, so... <laughs> back in the day, uh, back in the day, well, in the uh, my first my first job um, was I used to put borders on adverts um, using ah. using black tape, which was border tape. Um, it wasn't thrilling, but it didn't involve a scalpel and some funny people, so it was quite that was quite a laugh. <laughs> That's all you need for a yeah. good industry. So then, I, then I then I was upgraded from border boy to um, <laughs> to actually making adverts. Uh, well, who do you all, think? This, this is all for obviously for for printed media. Just saying, who do you think like... puts the borders on our videos now? It's... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> they're probably they're probably like some AI border <laughs> border machine that adds them. Um, so over the years, thirty odd, blimey, is it that long? Um, I've had a stab at most things, um, and some some have been okay, others less so. Um, but. In essence, uh, it's always been a visual thing, uh, a creative visual experience. So, um, mm. you, you know, something that looks nice and does a job, delivers a message, uh, hopefully in a kind of innovative, dynamic, and thrusting manner, and people go, "Wow, that's that that's kind of that kind of is cool and and does its thing." What is quite interesting, though, is that there's a there's a natural fashion and a natural ebb and flow to the creative world and it is and, and you know things do come around and you know flares come and go and and all the rest of it but but it's weird that, that you look back at trends and you look back at uh how stuff was designed back in the day and mm. and each decade has a look and a feel and then then but then there's also almost like a a retroness that that bleeds through as well so so perhaps stuff i was designing in the early 90s is kind of it's kind of back Okay, good. <laughs> oh, we just had a slight studio malfunction. Okay, I'm gonna. It was your, it was your arm falling off. It was, yeah. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> yeah. Right, Carry let's on. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, back to the yeah. So what I was going to say is that stuff I was designing and getting involved with in the early '90s. It's quite trendy. It's almost actually, like yeah. back on message, yeah. you know. However, yeah. and you know, you know uh, that pe- I take pedantry quite serious. Um, seriously that 
you know, the skills that I learned way back in the day, I believe are really vital now. So, you know, the essence, the essence of good design doesn't change. Yeah. And I also believe, which is something I've been, you know, been heard to mention a, a few times over the past 500 years, is people have a sixth sense for quality. Mm. And, oh, and that bleeds through to all things creative. So whether that's graphic design, uh, whether that's a TV advert, whether that's a billboard, whatever, whatever it might be, you can't quite put your finger on it. But there's a but people have a sixth sense for quality, and I believe. Sorry, I know you want to jump in, but I believe <laughs> that's about the stuff you don't see. That's mm. about the graphic designer pouring over the kerning brackets, the relationship between characters, close brackets, pouring over the kerning of some type, yeah, and actually, you know, really, really, and 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 in reality, you'd say, well, who cares? Who notices? But I think they, I think people do. I think yeah. that. that typography i think that the way images are built the way that a, a, a message is delivered that that's the essence that's what makes the difference between someone bashing something out in word or whatever going mm. oh there you go I, i've designed this myself to someone who's actually doing it and they know why they're doing it and and the other thing about it and i'm off on one here now is you always you, you know des, proper designers people that that do it for real do it for a living know what they they know why they're doing it. They don't just mm. lob stuff at a screen hoping something's gonna stick and there might be something that's that's kind of appealing. There's a process. There's a kind of mm. like, well I know I know that the layout of this and I know that the the composition of this is right because there are rules around layout and composition mm. that are appealing to the human mind and eye. That the that the designer has a plan. And I think that is vital for any creative journey you go on i like that and i like how you topped it <laughs> off by swinging your arm around in well, like i swung my arm around earlier and <laughs> smashed something off the desk so. <laughs> nothing expensive thankfully no and that's that's a really uh, it's genuinely interesting because in that sense designers and editors are quite similar in the sense that yes there is a creative element but there is a massive element of organization and having quite a technical and you know deliberate eye in anything that you produce but i think the the thing that stood out to me most about what you were saying is that the in the earlier days, marketing content would be consumed at quite a slower pace. You'd read a brochure, you'd look at a, you'd you'd sort of look at a billboard. You might look at a newspaper article. You might, but now the way that we consume other people's marketing or approach other industries or businesses is that they literally they might only have a snapshot of a second to catch your eye. So if you're if you're going on Instagram and you want to check out a business or a restaurant or whatever it is, you tend to just hop on there, have a quick look, and then you have a quick glance and then you go, Oh yeah, that's good or that oh no, no thank you. And and sometimes when the content looks really homemade or it doesn't look right or it's just bashed together in the worst way and it just looks clunky your eye and that whole thing of a sixth sense for quality that's the literally the only impression that that customer might have had across the entire board they might not i mean back in the day you'd if your website was all you really had people would take time to go on your website and look at it and look around but now is a it's a immersive multi-platform experience that you have to catch the eye of your consumer at any given point you have to be ready at every turn every door they open you have to be stood behind going i'm great all the time it's 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 more there's more facets it's multifaceted I love the way you said back in the day you only had your website. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I, true, I'm talking about 
you know, before when when colour was invented, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> was everything black and white? Yeah, everything was black and white. That's what people don't realise that back in the sixties, there was no colour. Everything actually was black and white. Well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Yeah. Well, that's. But I did by back in the day. I mean, in my day. Okay. Which right. I can say now. What, what I will say is just a quick a quick comment as well was that um, previous sort of incarnations of uh, the kind of like creative to deliver a message around a business mm. you had very fixed very set tools at your disposal so as an example you had a brochure mm. everybody had a brochure uh, and then the the differentiating factor in that was how good your brochure was yeah um and everybody had a logo everybody had you know some form of you know advertising so it was either in the in the local paper in a magazine or whatever or a poster or but it but it but it was a known everything was known it was mm-hmm. kind of like you know it doesn't matter what business you if you're a big company if you're a big you know massive petroleum company or whatever you still only had those things at your disposal you might have done mm-hmm. some advertising you might have sponsored some racing car teams or whatever but ultimately the the That's the, cre- all you had. the the creative person had to take the brochure and go, okay, let's do it a different size. Let's introduce a bit of a bit of, I don't know, gold foiling or let's do something tactile with the paper or let's let's mm. let's try something new. But ultimately it was still a brochure. Yeah. Whereas so you're, everyone was operating everyone in the was same operating thing. within a within a known known. It was a kind of oh, like you didn't you you know like my best, you know, back in the day when I was a graphic designer, um you know, and it was all off. It was all literally designed for print, designed for billboards, designed for um, magazines, whatever. A, you know, there's a technical side where you don't want to mess up printing because it's expensive mm. and you're stuck with it. You know, you don't want to get you, you can't just delete you don't it. Wanna, and you know, go exactly. Again. You don't can't just delete it and go again or update it. That's the other weird thing as well. Now we, you know, we we put stuff together and the client goes, yeah, that's great. We'll pump that out. We'll put that advert out now. But we might come back to it in three weeks' time and do another version. Mm. It was never like that back in the day. It was kind of like you're producing 10,000 brochures at a significant cost. Mm. That brochure's got to keep working for you for the next year. And, and you probably wouldn't even ever go back to it. So mm. so my point was that the it was everything was everything was in a known framework. Whereas now you can deliver a message about your organization, about your product, about what you're about as a as a you know as a commercial entity on literally loads of platforms. Lo- mm. You know, it can be a digital thing, it can be a print thing, it can be a um, you know something in video, it can be animation, it can be it can be literally you know. And then and then even and then you even dig down even further. You go, okay, I'm going to put together um, a reel and some animation, and, and I'm going to bang it out there well you might have five or six or eight platforms to put that out on yeah and and that is something that you know old dinosaurs old fossils like me you know we've had to kind of like really really adapt and really drag ourselves into it and Mm. and and, you know and really sort of um believe in this whereas someone like you and even younger people dare i say (gasps) what do you mean i'm very young yeah would you know it's kind of second nature yeah. You know, and, and I always, you know, and I'm not, I'm not trying to sort of like say, oh God, I'm, I'm over the hill or whatever, because I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a vibrant, dynamic, mm. young go-getter. However, you always refer, I always refer back to how stuff would look in print, or you know, no, I get absolutely. hung up about, I get hung up about like kind of the detail, whereas the pace now. You know, the detail seems, needs to, still needs to be there, but the pace, the energy. You know, you, we we might produce something on a Monday and it's life 
its lifespan is gone by Wednesday. You yeah. know, it's, it's done its job, and, and you're on to the next thing. And how much do you pour over it? I mean, that's that's where I think oh. our our multi generational business approach kind of weirdly comes in very handy is because I'm obviously I've got I've got the eye for social media I know how it works I've grown up with social media essentially since I was 10 it was around and I've you know you when you get used to using it every day of your life for 10 years obviously you get really good at using it and knowing how things work and how it ticks and knowing what kind of content that people want to see what you the kind of stuff that's trendy and that you want to put out but having those fundamental design you know the the essence of design the the basics of it the things that really do make things look good is essential because i know when i want to make a post and i want to make something look good that gets likes and that's really my goal is to make sure people look at us and go wow they know what they're doing it's great to have someone there who says ooh that's a inching mark and not a speech mark and that's that's something that you go actually but that li- those little details still work even on social media it may be a bit like when you drive past a billboard and people may only just scroll past our post and go oh that looks good but the reality is is that i'd rather them do that than go oh god that looks awful and that's and that's really where you know that kind of knowledge from the past comes in. What is brilliant from the now, past? That sounds awful when I said past, that. You know, <laughs> I don't mean that. I'm quite conscious that our, our, our listeners probably think I'm like some <laughs> we gnarled, you in. wizened, gnarled old old man. Not quite. But but the other the, the brilliant thing nowadays is that you can try stuff. I love yeah. the fact that you can say, okay, we're gonna put we're gonna do some advertising. We're gonna do some promotional stuff. Whether it's a post, whether it's you know some um, some advertising, wherever whatever platform you choose. And you think to yourself, well, actually, what I'll do is I won't do one advert, I'll do three. Mm. And, and, and because all the, um, the performance metrics are available, um, you go, okay, well, I can understand which advert worked better for me. Yeah. And then I'll develop three more adverts as a, as, a, yeah. as a kind of an offshoot of that advert. And I think that kind of highly targeted uh, delivering a message that is, actual, um, is actually designed and created for your target market I think that's absolutely brilliant. And it's the data that you wouldn't normally, I mean, I suppose when you would put an ad in the newspaper or you'd print a brochure and stuff, you'd say, oh, we sent all 10,000 out, but you don't know how many of those really ended up in the bin, really, or or what the the well, end game or the data out of that well, was. Well, yeah, I mean, but again, you, people talk about an awareness campaign. It's great to have an awareness campaign. Well, that's just vanity. That's just, that's in my opinion, in a sense, you don't want an awareness campaign. What you want to do is you want to share your message to the audience that's already listening. Yeah. What, what are, you know, that, that's what is amazing about, about kind of highly targeted um, advertising now. And again, you know, you know some of the, some of the uh, ad smart adverts that we work on uh, for Sky, mm. that's incredible that they deliver targeted TV advertising to a, an audience that, that has already been defined by their habit. And it's so specific as well. It's like so it gets specific. so specific. Yeah. Incidentally, yes. talking about my age, I, I seem to get quite a lot of like over fifties, um, like retirement, <laughs> uh, like and and lots of like cremation things and funeral stuff. So life insurance, exactly well, life insurance. Know. So, but anyway, moving on. I think that is brilliant that that, yeah. that you can deliver something that's relevant to that because everything's not relevant to everybody. And I think well, that's that's an interesting point Apart because from going well, yeah, well, that, that's a very specific market <laughs> they're selling to. Um, but when it says back to our question of which I don't know if we've covered of how much your marketing oh, yeah, should course. be video. In that sense, then we've talked about how print, obviously, and the the essence of d- design, traditional design for the past de- few decades, has been is essential. 
how much so if you are a company now and you've got say you've got some social media platforms you've got a website you've got uh you've maybe you've got like an email newsletter or whatever it may be and do you, you have a i don't know you have a, a brochure or a few leaflets what how much <laughs> have you come back in time now <laughs> as no, well? what i'm saying is is that it's even though they're traditional and quite okay. old-fashioned in the grand scheme of things do you still have them should we all be 100 percent video or no. how does it work it depends Oh, yes. <laughs> I've got it in there. Yes. It depends. I love it. It's, Carry on. Yeah, and uh, it depends mugs and T-shirts will be available shortly. <laughs> You're wearing your it depends hat right now. Yeah. What I will say, <laughs> it's about the blend. It's it's about getting the blend right. You mm-hmm. shouldn't have all of anything. Because yeah. if, if you have all of every, anything, and then you've got all your eggs in one basket. I mm-hmm. think it should be a blended solution. I think that the um, what's right for your business is not necessarily right for someone else's business. Mm-hmm. The message you're delivering, video, brilliant. Because, you, you know, as we know, and everybody, everybody knows us, we, we are, you know, evangelical <laughs> in, our, in our belief that video marketing is the future of everything. However, it's about getting that balance right. Yeah. Um, I think it's inevitable it's going to become increasingly dominant in which is good for us mm. um which is yeah. you know i think it's going to become increasingly dominant in the but then i think that what's happening now though is that that people are using say printed material as the quality option so they're not having to bang out leaflets and leaflets and yeah. tons of stuff but they might have a really quality brochure mm. but the actual video content i think is increasing but I still think it depends on your organisation. Well, I think that the the thing that stands out to me, particularly whenever we kind of talk about video marketing or someone asks me what it is, I mean, that happens quite a lot as well. People still are exercising those sort of more traditional forms of marketing and haven't quite gone into this realm yet. And they and when we hark on about video marketing or there's, you know, podcast marketing, email marketing, all these types of marketing, digital marketing, social media marketing, it goes on and on and on, is that some marketing so it should either be it's either a marketing resource or a marketing platform and i think there's certain things that can be separated into the platform element which is it is literally a place for you to talk about what you do or it's a resource to put on that platform to make that platform even better so it's things like i don't know if you were if you're thinking about email marketing that is a platform that you promote on but then video marketing is creating content it's creating amazing resources and tools and information that you can then put on these platforms that is really important so it's not just making a bunch of videos and then just sitting there with them on your computer it's about making resources that go onto the platforms that you've already got excellent what i will say <laughs> what i will say, and you're right what i will say is that the percentage for any business any organisations doing anything should be more than no percent. Everybody. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I'm not saying every business should be 70% video marketing, every business should be 90% video marketing, every business should be 100% video marketing. What I am saying is no business should be no percent video yeah, marketing. Yeah, I like that because at the end of the day, and also sometimes it isn't down to percentages. Sometimes it's down to... Hey, man, I like your percentage, right? <laughs> no, no, I know, but... just, That no percent thing was great. <laughs> it's great, but what I mean is, is that the... Sometimes where we where, when you're in a creative industry that is focused on targeting results and getting measurable results and weirdly we have to tread that line between being creative and being data driven by I want to get more views, I want to get more likes, I want to get this, that and the other is that sometimes creativity can't be held down by data and you have to sort of, fo- you have to almost pick your focus and swing with it and run with it. I agree it. and the MD in me says that 
yes, I want more likes and I want more eyeballs and I want more interaction. But actually what I want is more paying work. Yeah, because there's another there's another side of this, which is the commercial reality mm-hmm. um, that it's you might have you might have the most interesting stuff in the world, and people might go, "That's brilliant, that's lovely." I'll share all that, but ultimately, as um, you know, a, a dear dear friend and former business advisor would say, "Can you put it in the bank, Chris?" Yeah, well, there and you that's go. That's a whole different. That's a whole different topic. And that's it, and I think that's the that's the thing. It's it's finding that balance and that's where people like us I guess come in is is being able to understand those needs in terms of I need to get more likes or I need to achieve this but along the way make that process creative yeah. and you want to hear the till ring at some point oh yes Although, we don't actually have a till no, but you know <laughs> um, because um ultimately that you know you can't get away from the fact that that's what business is about yeah absolutely it's, and it's it's we can you know it's it's that's the reality I Ooh, suppose I behind all of commercial this. Then, didn't I? yeah but it's 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 fine it's okay we can work with it but yeah. okay I mean so last thing then I'm gonna I don't know I have a question for you so I'm gonna open this thing up to call it you pedants. always have a question for I know me. but this time I'm gonna call pedants. it pedants corner oh, no. which is essentially a, a thing that I've now introduced which Pedantry. is where you have a chance to vent about something that as someone who's been in the in- industry a long time can slightly be pedantic about but something that people when they're creating content should really think about that they may never have thought about before Okay, so this is a new feature, Pedant's Corner. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a difference between um, a foot mark and an inch mark and an apostrophe. And that and a blew mark. my mind. I've been using them wrong my entire yeah, life. I'm sorry. Well, you see it everywhere. And basically, only me and the other three graphic designers in the world that care <laughs> will notice these things. However, you know, like, there's a whole load of. You see, what people don't realize is that, that you've got. 26 characters and you've got your numbers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Most most font families have got like 80 or 90 characters in there. And in there are all the accents, all the um the apostrophes, all the all the key things. I mean, don't get me onto ellipses. But I mean, three dots is not an ellipse. So when you what? Well, people people just talk, people just go oh three dots one two three. There's a there's a there's a keyboard shortcut is for that. There? there is. Jesus. Wow. Okay. So because I've obviously been using inching. I've marks. actually made. Uh, sorry to jump in. Yeah, I've actually no, made a graphic to demonstrate this. <laughs> that I put on LinkedIn, and then I, and then that was like a hornet's nest. I, I I stirred up there because in some industries they do use foot marks and inching marks, and they've and people have come back and said, hey, you know. Well, I. I've, pedantry I've, I've realised that so so to help people in figuring this out yeah. on an Apple keyboard how do you actually get a set of speech marks uh, well if you I'd say say for argument's sake you were to hit shift uh, option and a closed or open bracket you might come across some speech marks that's um, why didn't they make it easier we use speech marks they're more than inching marks. marks they're inching marks I know but we use them yeah, more but, but, in, but when a keyboard my mind when is a, blown when a keyboard was created <laughs> Um, people used to use inch marks and foot marks because everything was was measured in that and there was a need to do that. And it's just a legacy that that still sits on the keyboard. But we... And someone just one day It's apostrophes. Apostrophes are the key thing. People just hit that that straight line... So how do you get an apostrophe? apostrophe. Well, you just do more of the same. You just just do um, shift... Alt command and then use an open or close bracket. That's insane. Well, that is so that, but that is interesting though because that. And there's millions more. I mean, <laughs> don't, don't, well, I this mean, is this, why we've made this, it a platform. This iceberg has got has got a long way <laughs> but, down. But it's things like that that those little tiny bits of detail that you can make a change that will make someone like you warm 
the soul will warm when you walk past it or you look at it. And it, but it's those kind of little details that do make a massive difference. So thank you. That was good being in Pedant's Corner. I, I enjoyed it. Pedant, Pedant's I do because I think you've got a list. You can start forming a list now. That old, you can yeah, an old man rants. It's fantastic. I like it. Well, I'm right. going to stick with Pedant's Corner. So um, that's it for today. And if you do want to kind of find out more about what we do and you want to see some of our really cool reels and stuff we've been putting on Instagram and LinkedIn, then do have a look. Um, we've anything that we you know talk about, we do try and show as well and set an example. So if there's anything that you want to see then do check us out there um, or you can find us on www.howlfilm.co.uk where you can listen to our podcast and you can obviously you can listen to it wherever you like particularly where you're listening to it right now so you can also leave us a review on apple podcasts if you would and also if you have a question for us to answer then please let us know so we'll see you next week have a great week goodbye great. bye <laughs>